This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Kimmer's Warehouse March Catalog Sale on now. Find David off hot water 110 mil now only 39.99. This is Pacific Flair with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Uh, just gone half past seven here on SENZ and it's time for some Pacific Flair. And I tell you what, he's rocking the Pacific Flair at the moment. <laughs> Peter Alatini in studio uh, with his God and Tonga singlet. Mate, you look like you've just walked in off the beach. How you doing? Oh, I'm good. Thank you, Ricardo. I'm good. Um, so good to be back uh, to cover the minor boys uh, again for the second season. But um, yeah, well, just like we were talking off here around our, uh, our weather and, and what we've been through here up in Auckland. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just hoping you know all, all the all the best of all our people that that have been uh, you know also life changing I suppose in, in some circumstances um, through the cyclone and, fl- and flooding. Yeah, well, I mean we've had the cyclones here obviously and the flooding and things and it's hit hit all of the Pacific and it wasn't that long ago that we had that the, you know the big tsunami that hit Tonga. That's as well. right. I mean they'll That's still right. be recovering and rebuilding infrastructure, right? Sure, are. they actually are, and um, yeah, I think there's there's definitely some hurt still back in. Back in the country, but um, I think some positives around the fertilisation of all the vegetation has, has actually improved, and and different other aspects of that. So, but also you know, still lining it. it but still a, a lot of work to do. Mm, yeah, lots of work to do. Well, hopefully they've got a, a football team that can take their minds off some of that for a little while because, uh, boy, what a game it was. <laughs> Opening game of the season for Moana against the Fijian Drua. Uh, 34-36, they ended up losing that one, but it was a game that didn't feel like anybody lost. Like everybody, It was a great game of football. Exactly, and I think um, being the second year for both teams, you know, these expectations this year of, of where they're at, um, they've had that kind of welcome in season, I suppose, last year, but... Both showed uh, some really good um, glimpses of what they could they could do, right? And, and you know, the, probably the disappointing thing for Moana was was they put themselves in positions to really finish off that game and come away with a win. And um, but they didn't. And, and knowing the draw of Flair, and you know, we, we talk about Pacific Flair. Draw turned it on when when they got the opportunities, and that's the thing about that Fijian team. You give them a chance, they'll take it all the time. Well, the interesting thing I thought going into that game was I don't know if you'd seen this, but Fijian Drew's last game before this game, um, which I think was the Thursday before the um, uh, the competition started, they played Western Force in Brisbane, right? Western Force have um, have recruited pretty well. They've, they've they've done some good things. That Fijian Drew team at half time. We're up 41-10 or 41-12 against Western Force. They ended up winning 48-38, but they changed 15s at half time. So wow. they obviously started their strongest 15. That says a lot about how strong that Fiji and Drua team is. And, and even the depth of, of what they have, I think it, this is, a, um, I suppose, the hard work they've put behind the, the scenes in terms of their competition structure in Fiji, their academies and all their high performance spaces for these kids coming through. And I did read the winger that scored the winning try. He actually was part of, the, uh, picked up in the sevens, went in, in part of the academy, jumped into uh, to their high performance space. On the plane, first time on the plane, over on the bench, debut and scores the winning try. So it's like, you know, some of these talents that they have, it's great that they can. Um, they've created a genuine pathway for those boys, and, and and I think they're really reaping the rewards with 
with these kids that, that are able to perform at such a high level. Yeah, and it was, it was I, you know, the other thing that I thought was really good about this game is we didn't see, it didn't depend so much on set-piece. Mm. You know, I mean, set-piece was there, but it was used as a platform to launch an attack, not to be the attack itself. And I wonder, you know, with the new rules, mm. uh, new interpretations of the laws, uh, for, for example, you know, um, around the uh, the driving mall, right? Mm. Now, now, if you're the line-out jumper that's got the ball, you can't have somebody between you and the defenders in, in, in that driving mall. And that seems to have evened things out. Do you think that'll actually help these two teams? Absolutely. I think these guys want ball in hand, ball on the field to play. So I think what, what I saw in the weekend but between the two teams was the set pieces were outstanding. Yeah. I thought Moana's... Um, Lineouts and scrums to launch off, and that's that's what we were. I think we were covering a lot last year. Yeah. Get that set piece right. Get that set piece right. And, and just looking at, at those boys, they actually um, look really comfortable. I thought Sam Molly was really strong with his lineout throws and, and hitting locks in, in the back end. Um, so uh, that that gives them a, an absolute, um, you know, that, that front ball forward. Uh, they they uh, need to to really attack these guys. But both teams, and I think with ball and play. Um, it was just funny to see because unstructured is probably both of these guys' um, strengths, right? Yeah. Um, and, and, and just seeing them throw the ball around, and I suppose that's where those, those percentages of offloads that they had between the two teams were really high um, in this game compared to other games. The other thing I think, uh, which is probably different from a lot of teams, um, is Moana's probably got the most consistent team from last season. They haven't lost too many, mm. and what they have gained is pretty much you know, like for like, like getting Abraham Pole mm. out of the Crusaders, um, I think has been a really, really good move. Absolutely. And I think he's just grown, hasn't he? Like being in that camp with the Crusaders and then coming in that back end for um for Moana just showed showed the, the level, I suppose one is to, to give credit to, to the program that the Crusaders have, but how he's been able to take it on and then showing a strong performance um, in the weekend and scoring two tries. Mm. But um, but definitely the the, the Abraham Police, I suppose, like we said, the, the core of that team is good. What I want to start to see too is this this consistency because these guys are going. It's just to, to keep challenging these players to get better, you know, like just don't kind of, um, how can I say, take it for granted as such, I suppose, in, in some of those those key positions. So uh, it's good that they got consistency. I think it's just going to keep keep up in the level when they play, um, especially when they start playing these New Zealand fan trials. A, a position you know well is the midfield, and Danny Tawala, Levi Amour, have kept that. <laughs> they kept that. I mean, I, to be honest, I thought one, if not both of them, would end up getting poached. Mm. Um, but they've managed to hold on to them, which is a great piece of business. And they look really strong. That looks like as solid a midfield as there is running around the competition. Yes, and, and they are, because both of them, uh, I suppose, have, have really strong um, background work from here in, in, in the provincial sides, both of Tasman and Hawke's Bay, who are fantastic programs. So, And then getting to this level, but but another year together and consistently together. So I hope, because I, I really seen, I see Danny Tuala as a good 12, and I, you know, and I know that he can cover fullback. I know he's covered that uh, a couple of times for Moana last year, but also for Samoa. But I think 12, he's, he's a great he's a great 12 with great footwork. He runs hard. He's got good ball distribution. And he's got a kicking game too. He actually, he can, you know, he, he puts it down there. So, uh, and then obviously uh, Moore, complimented by his, his raw power. I mean, the guy's just 
so strong, isn't he? So um, having them together, just hopefully they're, they're both injury-free um, and keep building on their combination. And another guy who I thought stood up um, in that game, his short flat passes off the backs of rucks, Eddie Anati. Um, you know, he set up a couple of tries tries with that. He's, uh, once again, another guy, another Hawks Bay That's right. boy, going strength to strength. Yep, Inati's, uh and it's great for him. I think guys like Inati who are, you know, Probably just playing in the back end with the Crusaders as number three halfback, but being able to get consistent time in um, provincial rugby with Hawks Bay, consistent time again with um, Juana Pasifika. He's only going to get better, and, and you're definitely right. Those, And we're seeing that there are little spaces. It's great to see halfbacks running again from the ruck to be able to show the ball, getting guys direct into space. Um, so, so, And that's what we want. We want this game to start get that attacking flow and, uh, and back into it. And I, I felt there was, there was a lot in that in this game. There was, you know, and it felt like Aaron Majors had another, you know, off season as well, and it felt like there was more, mm. there was more structure as well. You know, last year it was probably a little bit loose at times, but I think under under another, well, you know, another preseason, mm. they've. They keep their playing to their strengths, but at the same time, they, they they've probably got a bit more structure uh, about their play as well. I agree, and I think um, just just seeing like, like we've spoken about, their set piece was strong. The, you know, they're looking. The players are, are getting in a position early. They're, they're actually being um, all uh, options open. I think one one of the, probably the, the things that I remember Aaron Major talking about was just around the, the game management. And I think when the, when they needed just to play better field position, I suppose um, maybe looking at those areas when, when they get those little 50-22 spaces or, or kind of you've got to start working that into your game I suppose to really um, put more pressure on, on the defending team but but definitely I, I think the structure is definitely there from from um, from the minor boys and I think yeah, as you said uh, Aaron Major is, is, is really doing some great work and I think Philo, Clark and Cloud, all this group that are really consistency time with these boys and we'll, we'll only get better as, as the competition goes on. You are listening to Pacific Flair here on ECNZ with Peter Alatini and Ricardo Paul. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Uh, coming up, uh, Peter Alatini is going to give us his player of the round for round one of Super Rugby Pacific. If you've got a question for Peter, you can uh, text it through to us as well. Double eight double three is the number, double eight double three. It's 17 away from 8. It's 13 away from 8 here on SENZ. It is a Pacific Flair, Ricardo Ball. Peter Alatini with you, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances. Uh, and Peter, I'll tell you, that's the other thing that stood out for me. I didn't watch all of Moana's games mm. last season, but I watched the highlights of every game, and I watched most games. And the jersey they had last season I thought was quite interesting. Uh, but turn in the, on the draw game... And the and the one half red, one half blue, I felt oh that makes a statement. It, it looks more representative too, you know the the Samoa Tonga uh, combination. I thought that jersey looks more representative of Moana than the the one that they were wearing last year, the sky blue job. Yeah, I, I agree, Ricardo. I think <laughs> we, we 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 did give a bit of stick to each other in, in the Moana group going. Hey, where's the red, mate? Where's our Tongan representative <laughs> in the in the original colour of the of the jersey? But yeah, totally. I think that's. That's an actual yeah, reflective um, of of the group hey, and 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 um, and the teams that they are um, playing for. So I'm really proud of it. But you know, look look the jumpers and the, and the gear is one thing. You still got to still got to put it on and then get out there and, and actually perform. But but it's cool to, that they do have those options uh, um, and it's quite nice. I, I do I do enjoy um, those colours together. It's a nice little combination. Now uh, this coming weekend it's super round it's in Melbourne and got the Chiefs this weekend of course went okay last week um, <laughs> we should say and I think uh, from memory weren't they the first 
opponent for Moana last year as well. Yes, they and, were. And uh, so, you know, there's a bit of history there. Mm. I mean, looking at um, what you saw from this week against the Drua, what do you think Aaron Major will be working on ahead of the Chiefs game? I think the, the biggest thing, I think, for for um, Moana is just that, that game management. when they when Because they, they have... As I've seen, that they've definitely got uh, line breakers within in their backs. They can they've got forwards that are able to gain line. You know they're getting the consistency and the and their seat pieces. So for me, I think it would be a huge put back to to their game drivers and in, in, in the pack to, to really put that you know game territory at times and just really figuring out to make sure that their boys are in the game. As we know with the Chiefs side. Uh, and most New Zealand sides, you give them too much possession and they, and they will punish you. They'll really wear you down um, and, and, and take that over. And that's probably the, the, the next area will be the understanding of when you play a New Zealand team, they'll really test you with their fitness and conditioning um, space. So um, one is for our boys just to really manage, the aim drives to really manage the game for these for, for the boys to, to get through. Yeah, in terms of... Um Managing the squads, do you think there'll be much change, or do you think you know it's only round two? We'll roll out our strongest fifteen again. I'd like to see that, uh, Ricardo. I think I think they've. Um, I can understand some decisions last year. And remembering it was COVID hit as well, so yeah. there was re- restrictions at the beginning. But I think for 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 the group to to keep building on their performances, I think consistency se- uh, selection is key. And I'd like to, yeah, it would be great to, to have the same 15. I thought they did a fantastic job um, and, and just continue uh, against the Chiefs. But but build, just building on those combinations that you know, they've got at the moment. Yeah, that is uh, that is key because uh, the more those guys play together, I mean, we've even commented on it already. Mm. They've had a season and, man, the start of the season, you know, just looked that much better already. I agree. And, and confidence is, is, is big too. And I think, like we said, after a first season, you're welcomed. Um, you know, you, you, they recognise you as, as, as a firm competitor. Yeah. And and teams, and that's the thing now, there's no more surprise factors. Yeah. Um, you know, the couple of teams that, that went down to them won't be wanting to do that again. So so it's, it's up now to, to where the players, I think the coaches will have the plans ready. But I think for me, it's always around the players. Uh, the amount of, of time they put in for themselves to increase um, their competitiveness when they play against these teams. Yeah, and I, I guess last year we saw um, the eighth place team was the Highlanders, and they made that with four wins, right? Um, so if you make that with four wins, then it's it's achievable, right? If you're Moana, it's achievable. You've got to beat the teams around you. I guess the, the key is picking up those bonus points and closing the gap against the teams above you. Absolutely. Look, I think I remember um, I did hear... Um the Jura coach uh, McBurn, and they were talking. I think Goldie had asked him about, you know, what, you know, do you guys realistically see you guys as a top four? And and he's right. He put it back down and just said, look, top eight is, is the more realistic where, where they want to be. And and I think you're right. Four wins, and and those are achievable against some of the oppositions they'll play. But it, it is around picking up uh, bonuses that's going to make the difference when, when when they get that tight end because our, with our competition being so close. It's, you know, you need those little points to always just get a little buffer when you when you, when when it comes to the end. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. All right, now we do this thing uh, this year. We're doing it is the uh, the DHL Super Rugby Pacific Round Player of the Week. DHL Super Rugby Pacific Round is here. We've had round one. Um, give us a player of round one for Moana Pacifica first. It's a good one. I mean, I, I, the, the game it was it was quite evenly. Um, I suppose the performance across. 
the board. But I, I do. I was really impressed. Again, I'm always impressed with um, with Lafano Christian. He's yeah. forever putting his body on the line, whether it's front line or he's at the back covering a fullback. He made a couple of key tackles right there at the end with um, breaks that were made. Um, and he's always um, always playing above himself and, and shows his true leadership. But but I, was, I think we spoke about this boy early on today. I thought Abraham Pulis really. Mm. He, I thought he, he he was outstanding on Saturday. Both uh, in his set pieces and then as you know, his, his ability to get around the corner, ability to ball carry, I think is is the one thing that I'm really impressed with with him. So, uh, so my round one pick for for uh, Moana is Abraham Pulley. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to get everybody to give us a player of the round for their team, but also an overall player of the round. So you can pick anybody from any team. Who's your overall player of the round for round <laughs> oh. one? I can't go past this game because this is probably the game that I really did watch and, and paid attention to. I suppose it was great to see D-Mac back in the fold with Chiefs and, yeah. and, and going really well, but I can't go past Mark Talia. Um, his performance on Saturday against the Highlanders was just unreal to watch. Some of the things um, in terms of in contact that he was doing for his size um, was was just, uh, yeah, just really, I suppose... Uh, the strength thing, the strength that he's got to be able to fend players off, but have the ability to offload um, for support and also finish. Um, so it was it was hard it was hard to watch as a Highlander. I know it was um, she was really really tough when it was thirty one nil, or I think or three at one stage. But um, Mark Talia did have a great game, both in, in assisting. In, even in even in his defense game, I just remember from last year he's a strong defender as as, as well as a, as an attacker. So he's going to be watched. That will uh, one that we'll really watch this year and see how he keeps progressing. No, I think the thing that was really impressive, not just the handling and, mm. and, and things, but just the fact that he kept going like mm. right at the end, like two minutes left to yeah. play, and he beat what three Highlanders up that right wing oh, and just kept. Don't remind me. <laughs> don't remind me. Set up that last try. I was like, come on, guys, they can't get one more. <laughs> but um, yeah, and, but right on the you know that was right in the side. I thought someone would just you know take him back and and, and one of our strong defenders too, who he was able to hand off mm. and and be able to, to offload the ball. So he's um he's one. You know, he's exciting to watch, I suppose. You know, every time he grabs the ball, you're waiting for something. Um, and he's just got, at the moment, just seems to read the game really well. Always involved, um, really busy. And so, um, yeah, he's, he's, he's a fantastic player. Well, that's two ticks for Mark Talia because that was Marshy's overall oh. player of the, of, of, of the, of the game, as, uh, of the round as well. So, uh, Mark Talia leading the race at the moment. <laughs> there you go. Uh, good stuff, Peter. It's great to have you back in, mate. Great to have Pacific Flair back uh, again on our, on our airways for uh, the Super Rugby season. Always a pleasure and uh, love being here, bro. Thank you. No worries. Love having you. And there you go. That was the DHL Super Rugby Pacific Round Player of the Week with Peter Alatini here on Pacific Flair. Six games in Melbourne this weekend. You can catch all the action live on Sky Sports. Stick around. After 8 o'clock, we're going to talk cricket. We're going to talk football. We're going to talk some rugby league.